0: Episode 13 of season two of the Therapist Friend podcast. I hope you are all having a lovely day so far, whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. Hey guys, um, so a couple things right off the bat. I apologize if I sound sick. Um, I've been dealing with like morning oh my gosh, I was about to say morning sickness, guys, I'm not pregnant, but like morning congestion. Oh goodness and it's currently the morning um so i sound a little funky but i'm hoping that like progressively goes away <laughs> throughout the recording of this episode um and secondly because i have this weird like morning congestion moment um my window a little bit open just so i can like breathe <laughs> um so if you hear birds or cars i apologize um I hope all of you have been doing spectacular since I've spoken to you last. I'm recording this the day that I will likely have it up. So this is going to be a very, very up-to-date life update slash intro. Um, but I guess that's that's exciting and fun for you guys. <laughs> so it's it's been a moment. These past two weeks have been pretty compact in terms of like what's been going on and stuff. Um, but it just overall, it's just something busy. So I have my capstone project. If you don't know what that is, um, basically every single graduate or every single kid in their last year of high school needs to complete this project as a graduation requirement. And it's basically a giant passion project. Um, and there's a lot of components and there's a lot to do. Um, some people have fun with it. Some people hate it. Currently I'm having fun with it. (laughs) We'll see how that goes but I've got months to complete it. It's a really fun project that I'm hoping to advertise on the podcast once we get closer to the date, Um, but that's not for a few months, so don't get excited. (laughs) I've also been pretty busy with my first year English course. Um, That's been getting a lot more demanding. We have our, like, final research paper coming up, Um, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit with my topic. <laughs> I don't know if we have any, like, biology nerds here, but I want to do my research paper on, like, genetic engineering or genetic editing um, and talk about, like, CRISPR-Cas9, but I don't know if I can make that less complicated for, like, a non-specialist reader. Anyway, I digress. It'll be a fun little thing for me to <laughs> figure out in the next few days. Um, and there's also been musical. Musical started, I've spoken about it. We're doing Mean Girls. Um, and holy choreography. Like, I am not a dancer. I'm not really an actor. I would say, out of the three aspects of musical theater, singing is my my forte. And I think most people would agree. Um, dancing, oof. Not quite my thing. Um, but above all of that... I have been having some fun times. (laughs) Not that all of this isn't absolutely exhilarating, but I've met up with some old friends. Last night, I hung out with a middle school best friend, and we literally spoke for hours, and it was so lovely, and it was just nice. It was was dark out. We were just walking around and on the swing set. Um, My boyfriend and I have been hanging out a lot, as always. Um, We went to the pumpkin patch, my favorite activity ever, and we went, like, later like it was just about to be sunset and there was like no one there and this was like a private pumpkin patch oh so nice it was so lovely um but yeah other than that um i have a doll baby in my room right now not because i want to play with a doll baby but for my child care and development class at school we need to carry around this child for a week um and i mean literally carry it around everywhere through the halls in our classes it's it's quite funny (laughs) um but anyway other than that those those are my highlights from the past two weeks i'm interested to see and hear i suppose makes more sense um what you guys have been up to again since i spoke to you last but let's get into today's episode because oh my goodness is this a really important one to me, or at least a very significant one to me as an individual. And I'm hoping that in listening to this episode, you can have a moment to reflect on what empathy looks like for you. And if you find that maybe there are some issues there, that you can maybe take some of my coping mechanisms and see if they'll work for you. So, oh goodness, this congestion sucks. Holy I'm pretty sure it's allergies, but I'm not allergic to anything. It's probably just, like, dust mites. Ugh, terrible. Anyway, the reason why I've decided that I wanted this to be today's topic is very specific. And I'm going to let you in on the context. But I have a really gross feeling in my stomach. Or I guess I had. I wrote this outline yesterday and I was feeling it. (laughs) I have a really gross feeling in my stomach. And I want to talk about it. And chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, I would assume you're pretty empathetic. Just (laughs) considering the nature of the things I talk about and your willingness to want to listen. Um, So let's see if this will resonate with you. Here's where this this yucky, gross feeling is coming from. So someone very close to me, we're going to call them person A. Person A is seeing a bunch of their friends tonight. Awesome. Love to see it. All these people are great, fun individuals, but one of them has always rubbed me the wrong direction. And we're going to call this person B. So person B has done some awful things that have hurt my friends, people close to me, things that are so against my personal morals. And this makes me feel so much spite towards them. Now, it's worth noting that like, person B has never directly like, hurt me with the intention of hurting me. Like, they'll do certain things that offend me, but I don't know. Like, it it does feel like it's on purpose, but anyway, I digress. Person B, not a huge fan, right? So, what does this have to do with person A? Well, I feel gross when they hang out. (laughs) I feel gross. It feels like person A supports person B's actions the word? Just by being all like buddy-buddy with them. And I feel like I shouldn't associate with that. So my mind is like, okay, anyone that associates with person B or is friends with person B surely has to support everything that they do. Except that's not entirely true. And oh, okay, bars. And that just doesn't really work like that, right? Like you can be friends with someone and not agree with some of the stuff they do or some of the stuff they done to other people and when i look at it like that it makes sense but this initial feeling of like man i really care about person a and they're so close to me i can't believe they're associating with this person like that's just a me issue straight up and like is it crappy and do other people think it's crappy yeah i'm not the only one but i don't think like i don't think it affects other people the way it affects me and I kind of wanted to dissect the whys, um, so I wrote this, I wrote this, um, outline last night, um, before I went out with my friend, so let's, let's get into it, um, if this feels familiar to you, firstly, I'm sorry, it's a crappy feeling, because obviously you don't want to feel that way, but you just do, ugh, terrible, if you, and if you don't feel this way, maybe you know someone else who does, or who might appear like they do. And maybe this episode will give you a good idea of how you can kind of be there for them and maybe get them out of their like rumination um, in regards to empathy. So empathy, Here's, here's the deal. I think we can all agree that caring is important, but caring isn't always linked to kindness and positivity. And even when it is linked to kindness and positivity, too much of anything good is not good, right? So, like, for me, getting praised for caring a lot feels kind of bittersweet. Obviously, I take it as a compliment. Like, it's important to care for others, and it feels good when other people can, like, recognize that. Except caring, I've come to realize in the past few years, is my kind of is my kryptonite in a way because caring too much and just empathy in general is kind of the root of a lot of my issues, um, that I have with myself that I've noticed. Um, and this is a very recent discovery and that's why I wanted to hop on this episode so fast. Um, and it's, it's kind of a weird feeling to be honest because for a long time, and, and still, it's like, well, caring is such a good thing and being able to put yourself in other people's shoes and understand them is great. Like, it, it helps you communicate better. It helps you be more sensitive to what other people are feeling. It helps you be more thoughtful um, and often more loving. So I, I never even really considered that to be an option for what was messing with me so much. But let me explain to you why... Caring so much and having too much empathy can kind of suck. So in in three quick points, self-sabotage, I'm ridiculously easily affected by people's words, and drama eats me alive. So let's dissect that. (laughs) I feel like, let's dissect that. I say that so often on this podcast. I need that on shirt. Like, if anyone's trying to send me... (laughs) Let's dissect that on a shirt. <clears throat> Christmas is coming up. It's not, but we can pretend it is. Um, anyway, self sabotage. How does empathy and caring too much self sabotage? So I just get I just get so invested in other people's business. And that can be in a way that I want to help them, and I want to find ways for them to solve their problems, and I just can't stop thinking about it. Um, But also in the instance of the scenario I just described, like, those, person A and person B are just hanging out, and I'm, I'm over here getting all butthurt over it, and feeling gross about it, and immediately, like, having this feeling of spite towards both of them now and they don't even know and like i might act on it next time i see them because i've developed that kind of spite because of you know them hanging out tonight or something and they're going to be like where the heck did this come from what is this right so stuff like that it it's another one of those things that is just so difficult to explain but if you if you know you know um, which I hope you don't know, but unfortunately it's the truth for a lot of people and it is for me. So there you go. Self-sabotage in relation to caring too much and such. Not good. I'm trying to think of other examples. Um, oh my gosh, like grades and like how other pers- others perceive my grades. Not good. Absolutely not good. Honestly, like when I think about it logically, I don't need a 4.0 GPA for what I want to go into and for my aspirations. Like it's not actually that demanding and really all I need and all I want to have in, in a way that is logical and makes sense is like a good work ethic. You know, my grades can honestly be a little bit crappy, but as long as I know how to get good grades, you know, <laughs> Um, but I've always kind of had this idea that everyone thinks or knows that I'm smart and get good grades. And I hold myself up to that standard because I care what people think in that sense, which is funny because like throughout the past few years, like I've actually thought or cared a lot less about what people thought of me. But in like that instance, yeah, no weird. I It's a weird little moment. And for other people, that might be something different, like maybe their appearance or their personality, right? So it might ring true for you in in just a little bit of a different sense. But I hope you can kind of see in that way that empathy can absolutely lead to self-sabotage. And I wish I could come up with more examples that didn't just pertain to me, but there we go. Um, Point number two, easily affected by people's words. Yeah, (laughs) because I get into this kind of cycle of like hyper-analyzing people and their words which is kind of odd I will say but also I have a freaking podcast like of course I'm hyper analyzing everything around me but I always want to get into like the why I'm I'm such a curious person when it comes to other people so someone will say something or someone will act on something the other day like um one of my old friends a girl at my school stopped me As I was leaving a Starbucks, because I was going back to class, and she just, like, spilled so much tea, and I'm like, why are you telling me this? And it was kind of just like, do you, like, is there, do you, like, want me to get involved in this? Do you, what is happening here? And it's definitely been, like, a big thing on my mind. these past few days and that's crazy because like it's drama it's high school like obviously there's gonna be drama everywhere and it doesn't need to be like it doesn't need to be a big deal like I would hope I could just brush it off but honestly this is kind of what makes drama so toxic it's because it kind of just sticks and I find that for people who are incredibly empathetic people who quote-unquote care too much that can hit a lot harder And I find that it hits really hard for me. And I've also subconsciously segued into our third point. (laughs) Um, But we're going to roll with it. So still, like when people give me criticism, I actually almost take that easier than when people give me compliments. That's so odd to say out loud. But when someone is giving me constructive criticism, it means that I've done something That could be improved or they think I can improve in. And that could be schoolwork. That could be, like, a little run on the clarinet or something. Giving me advice. I take that great, I would say. Because I can recognize what they recognize. And I know what they think I can fix. As opposed to when someone gives me, like, an oddly specific compliment. Like oh, I really like the way – or I really like your outfit or just anything like that. Sometimes that stresses me out because I'm like, what about my outfit is different than what it usually is? But then it's like, man, people are just trying to be nice. Like, they're just trying to make you feel good. Why do you need to overthink so much? Um, Now – oh, wow. perfect, Perfect segue into everything I wanted to say next. I don't know where this comes from. I don't know where this, like – inner voice that just does not shut up comes from, um, the only thing I can think of is just, like, I guess growing up, communication in my household and in my close family wasn't great, and I felt like, and I still feel like I need to read people's minds, um, which obviously is not healthy, um, and the healthiest form of communication is just talking, talking, and and just sharing your feelings as they are, Because often our feelings are not our faults and we can't control what we feel. I digress. (laughs) This could also just be like general anxiety, a diagnosis, something that is quite present, I'd say, in today's age. Um, Or it could just be natural. And that could be part of my personality and part of who I am. Um, And in going through this thought process... I just, I don't really know, I don't really know if it's something that can be fixed. (laughs) And, you know, it's worth noting that the older I get, the lesser I care about certain things. I used to get really, really, really affected by the way, like, my father would respond to certain things. And that would eat me alive for days. Now it only eats me alive for, like, five minutes and then I can get over it. Like, stuff like that... So I realized that this isn't going away anytime soon and I can't say I know how to fix or if I even can fix this caring too much, this, this hyper empathy that I, that I feel all the time and this, this need to analyze other people. Um, and honestly, like, I think it's just something that's, that's going to go away with time because... I've already noticed that there are certain things again that that I used to care way too much about, things that I allowed to just consume me, and now I've gotten a lot better just brushing them off. So I'm assuming and I'm hoping it's something that, you know, with a little bit of work, conscious work and <clears throat> and time, it'll it'll naturally kind of even itself out. But for now. In the wind of being a teenager and such, here's how I cope with it. Um, So if we're going to take my scenario from yesterday, this gross feeling I had, um, and will likely have again, let's be real. um, I kept myself busy. I made plans with an old friend. We went outside, got some air, and like, it opened up my mind and, and my heart to so many different conversations. And that, that spite that I felt, that gross feeling was just so behind me at that point. Now, keeping yourself focused and and busy doesn't have to involve other people. You can be doing a hobby. Um, You can be doing schoolwork. If you can motivate yourself to do that, I will often do that as well. Um, For me, I mean, I also have my podcast. So, you know, in a really weird way, I recognized what I felt, I analyzed it, I wrote it down, and I'm sharing it with you guys, but that's also kind of what this podcast is, so there you go. If you have your own personal projects, your own personal whatever, um, that would be a good time to kind of get into that project and and work on it um, to keep yourself busy. I also take care of myself. I... Listen to my body and I listen to what it needs. If I just need to take a shower, if I need to go for a walk, so be it. listen to some music, drown it out. That'll happen. And often when I have these feelings, it's it, it's not something I can see coming. Um, and it happens just about everywhere. I could be at school, I could be at home, I could be at the mall, but I always have my airpods with me. Listen to some music either allow myself to feel those emotions or listen to something that'll totally flip my mood either way i find that music helps um and that's usually what my body calls for but listen to your body and everyone everyone's bodies are going to ask for something a little different (laughs) depending on who you are um and similarly to that i like to quote unquote disconnect sometimes i feel bad about it but i know it's best and let me let me elaborate on that a little bit so if there is drama and, you know, let's say someone cheated or someone did something awful to someone close to me, oh my gosh, that would actually ruin my week and that would that would kill me. And sometimes I can't afford for that to happen. You know, what if this is a busy week? What if I have exams? What if I have, you know, shows um, or anything like that? I just can't have that happen. I need to disconnect myself. I need to find a way to just block that situation out. And as an empath and as someone that cares so much, I feel so bad about it very often. But again, I need to recognize that it's best and like, it's so tough. But the only way to do it is to kind of just push yourself. And I know a lot of really kind people in my life. I have a lot of really kind friends and I know that even that idea would be hard f- for them to, to wrap their heads around, but you got to put yourself first, um, which is like, I've made podcast episodes preaching this and I will honestly make another one sometime soon, but it's true. Um, and again, in the same vein, kind of the same as as taking care of myself is just to move, workouts again going for a walk same example lifting doing yoga just a nice little flow always makes me feel better um and honestly all of these things are just distractions and I know distractions kind of has a bad like negative connotation to it but like sometimes that's just what needs to happen and sometimes you can take yourself to a point where you're distracting yourself and then suddenly you don't care anymore and while, again, that sounds negative, sometimes that's good. And, yeah, I find for empaths and, and big feelers, that's often what we need to do to, to you know, cope with with this feeling. Now, that's kind of the end of what I had written. And I feel happy with everything that I said. I think I got everything out. But it's such a specific issue. And I, I'm really hoping that everyone can kind of get something out of this, but I will admit that it was a very, I guess, yeah, I don't know, specific, narrowed topic. Um, But I just feel like it's something I haven't really heard many people talk about. Like, we hear people talk about anxiety, and I think a lot of what I shared today can, you know, has connections to anxiety as a whole. But you know, in in many ways it's also different, right? So, I don't know. Hopefully you guys got something out of it. I feel better now that I've kind of worded out my feelings and such, but yeah. Also, I hope my, like, weird morning congestion wasn't irritating. (laughs) It was a little bit irritating for me. I definitely had to, like, pause and start to just, like, breathe, but ideally I'm better for... Next next week's episode, because oh my gosh. <clears throat> Am I excited for that one? And you guys should get excited. I know you guys love when I talk about relationships because those episodes do so well. Um, but you're gonna love next week's episode. It's it's cute, I think it's funny, and it's a lot more lighthearted than this. <laughs> So there's that. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Hopefully, again, you got something out of it. Whether if that applies to you or if that applies to people in your life that you care about. Hopefully, don't care to a point where it's unhealthy. Um, you know what I mean. (laughs) But yes, have a lovely next couple weeks when I'm away from you. And take care of yourself. Try to disconnect if you need to. You're not responsible for other people's feelings. And you're perfect just the way you are. Okay, see you next time. Bye, guys.